Everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner. College football season. To celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the U.S., so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place $1 on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another delicious, juicy episode of Water Hockey brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and proudly supported by DraftKings. And as always, don't forget to use promo code THPN on the DraftKings app today to get in on all of the action. We've got college football right around the corner. The NFL is on its way back. Apparently, the Cowboys are on HBO. That's as much talent as they can get, but head over to DraftKings today, promo code THPN, get in on all of the action, and as always, make sure to follow, like, subscribe, all of the things that the YouTube people tell you to do, at Wada Hockey, and we're even on LinkedIn now, because we're so professional, so at Wada Hockey on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, we've got an interesting episode for you guys. I won't go into too much detail. Uh, it's just me today. It's just me. You're just getting your sweet baby boy, Jeffrey Fink. And I'm going to chat with you guys a little bit about what's going on with our beloved Al Americans, our Dallas Stars, and the NHL. Because there was a pretty interesting news story, or I guess news update rather, that broke earlier this week that we'll definitely be getting into because I know it is a hot it's hot topic for hockey fans right now. Uh, first and foremost, want to thank the sponsors of the show, Texas Hockey Apparel. Uh, if you have not followed them on social media yet, please do. Uh, it's a fantastic company. It's basically if you like hockey and you live or like the state of Texas, it's almost as if they made the brand for you. 
Texas Hockey Apparel has, from top to bottom, not only the best customer service, they have some of the coolest gear that you can find right now. Most recently, coming out with some slides with the Texas Hockey Apparel State of Texas logo on them, uh, a new bag with that State of Texas logo as well, with the hockey player on the inside, red, white, and blue, how are you? Uh, so head over to TexasHockeyApparel.com today and check it out. I, you guys, if you haven't done it yet, what's wrong with you? That's on you. That's not on me. I'm going to keep this show going as absolutely smoothly as possible. Uh, maybe one day we'll, we'll get into what happened yesterday. It is by absolutely no fault of anybody. So I want to make that perfectly clear. Uh, and we also had a guest on yesterday. And I'm saying this on Wednesday. We're usually recording on Tuesdays. But I'm being real candid with you guys right now. A little inside scoopity scoop, two scoops, vanilla and chocolate to let you guys know what's going on. Because first and foremost, you are our French fries. You are the Water Hockey Nation. Without you guys, we're just literally idiots talking into microphones into the abyss of nowhere. Uh, like I said, we're going to make it short. We're going to make it sweet. So sweet almost that you won't even know what to do with yourselves. The Allen Americans announced another signing, and this is the, I guess, you could say, nice part about recording on Wednesday rather than Tuesday, is another signing by the Allen Americans. Chris Malari uh, was signed today, or announced to be signed today, and he brings another solid frame. 6'2", uh, 190 pounds, left-handed defenseman, ding, ding, uh, out of Canada, Ontario, Canada. And the Allen Americans right now as it stands, uh, and you've probably heard me talk about this before, but let's go quickly over the remaining uh, signings that we have so far. Uh, Chris Malari, previously stated, defenseman. Brandon Truk, uh, right winger, uh, another huge guy. I mean, giant forward. Ben Carroll makes his return. Miles Liberati coming back after missing last season due to COVID. He didn't have it, but didn't play because of it. And then, of course, last but certainly not least, Captain O'Captain Spencer Astruck, uh, center left winger, makes his return to Allen. So, uh, you know, it's it's an interesting time. If you guys are just now tuning into the show for the first time, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, stick around. We like to have fun here. We do giveaways. I had a really good phone call earlier with uh, a company. That's as far as I'm going to get into it. So uh, I'm going to leave that little dangler, little teaser almost like I'm fishing and I'm, I'm jerking the bait. Don't be nasty. You know, obviously that means that the Allen Americans are pretty thin uh, as far as the roster goes. You know, Scott Conway, Sam Roop, uh, they recently became the 10th and 11th players uh, from the previous year uh, in their roster. You know, the one that made the playoffs embarrassed Utah in Utah. It was beautiful. Uh, but they are heading overseas as well. Uh, the, uh, the latter signed with the Belfast giants and the EIHL, uh, and they're just a couple more guys that are going overseas. Matt register, uh, a couple of friends of the show, Josh Lamon, uh, both signed with Cardiff, uh, devils in Wales. Uh, and then Corey Mackin, Chad butcher, they signed with HGV to Hosten in Sweden. Uh, and then of course, like one of the coolest guys that we've had on the show, along with Josh, uh, his Bestie for the resty, Les Lancaster, uh, now playing overseas for um, Isles. I think it's it's how it's pronounced uh, in Liga. Uh, lighten it up. The dude's already on their first uh, first line power play. 
uh, and uh, first-line defensive pairing. Dude's going to be an absolute stud. Uh, I'm, I'm calling it right now. We're going to see Les back here in the States and North America here within the next couple of seasons, hopefully by the end of this season. Um, the guy deserves an NHL pro tryout. The, the, he's been playing his ass off. Uh, if you saw his numbers that we talked about in the previous uh, EHL, ECHL season, he absolutely demolished everyone in the defensive category as an uh, almost like a like a Miro Heiskanen style defenseman, uh, a little more offensive minded uh, on that end. But keep an eye out for him. He's going to absolutely blow it up overseas, um, as are all the guys from last year's playoff roster for the Allen Americans. So stay tuned. Uh, and also, as far as the Allen Americans go, you guys know that we are very good friends with them. They're a fantastic organization from top to bottom. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we should maybe we should hang out at their games more often. Uh, is that a tease? Probably. Um, you know where else we should hang out more often? Uh, the range. And I'm not going to pretend that I'm Patrick, and I know this ad promo like the back of my hand because I don't. The kids got it all. Uh, the smash factor, velocity, everything you want to know about your golf swing. Head over to the range. Uh, we're friends with them on Instagram. They literally bring the course to you. Uh, they do uh, Tuesday flyovers uh, for famous courses throughout the world. You know, if you like to swing the sticks outside of hockey or off the ice, uh, make sure to head over to the range. Um, I don't know. I mean, if that's how they want us to say it, you know, head over to the range. We've talked about them. If you guys have not followed them already, um, you know, Definitely do. They're a great group of guys. They have their own clubs that they can bring to you too. Uh, so follow them on Instagram at the range underscore golf right now. Uh, again, the range underscore golf. Uh, we bring the range to you. Bada boom. Um, moving on to the Dallas Stars uh, in the NHL. I want to give a huge congratulations to our boy, Jeff Totes, Totesy, as Razor calls him. Uh, he won an Emmy for We're Not Going Home. And guys, we talked a little bit about this, and we've talked a little bit about it multiple times on the show. If you have not gone and watched We're Not Going Home, don't stop listening to this podcast right now. Most people will be like, stop what you're doing and go listen. Uh, that being said, do not, do not, for any reason, stop this podcast. But after the podcast, head over to YouTube. It's a very simple website. It's youtube.com. And check out We're Not Going Home. It is basically a behind-the-scenes look at the Dallas Stars' time inside the bubble during their uh, the run towards the Stanley Cup, which ultimately they fell short to those bastards in Tampa Bay that finagled the uh, the cap. Yeah, you finagled it, and everyone knows it. Kucherov was fine the whole time. You lied to us. And you know what? Maybe that's why Ben Bishop is on the IR, going to go on the IR. Maybe we should break that news. Huh? So either way, we're not going home. Wins an Emmy. Uh, Totes is an amazing guy. If you have not listened to that episode, Go back a couple episodes, check it out. He goes over his time with Stephen Johns on their recent Mental Miles journey, uh, which Johns is still on. 
Uh, if you do not follow Stephen Johns on uh, social media, I absolutely 100% recommend you do. The dude is doing some amazing stuff and being extremely open with his followers on what's going on with his mental journey. Uh, and I think that's a really good follow for everyone, uh, no matter what, if you're a hockey fan or if you're struggling with your own mental health, I think he's a perfect person to kind of look at and go, you know, it can happen to anybody. Steven Johns is one of the bigger defensemen or was one of the bigger defensemen on the stars, uh, an aggressive style skater. Um, you know, he could bang against the boards with the best of them. So, you know, follow Steven Johns, follow totes. The guy has an amazing eye, uh, and he's extremely talented as this award, obviously, deserved of his uh patronized pra patron patronship words words are so difficult sometimes uh unfortunately right now we're in a lull of news in the hockey world there's really no big signings going on uh there's really no you know the jack eichel is still a buffalo saber bless his heart the guy is just absolutely suffering there he hates it we hate it for him. Uh, you know, the front runners seem to be the New York Rangers as it is right now. Uh, I can confidently say, Stars fans, that there's no reason for you to get excited about Senor Aikel. Uh, he's not coming to Dallas. If he does, I'll, I'll eat my words. I'll eat my words on the videos. I'll live record it. Um, there's just... They're going to ask too much, and I think that's a big reason why the Buffalo Sabres are so insane. On top of mistreating the way that Jack Eichel's neck has been, you know, treating him, and you know, does Eichel get surgery? Does he not? Should it have happened months ago? Should it have happened last week? We don't know. Uh, but what we do know is the fact that Eichel needs that surgery, and he's not 100% healthy. But the Sabres are asking essentially a King's ransom, uh, you know, pun intended. I know that they had some conversations with the LA Kings, <laughs> but it just goes to show how insane this league is right now uh, with the flat cap being at just over $82 million uh, precursor to the next topic after the stars. But it's upsetting because I think Jack Eichel deserves better. I think the NHL deserves better in that situation. I'm surprised the Players Association hasn't stepped in and said something about this, but who knows? We'll see. We're a Texas hockey podcast. Let's bring it back home. As it stands right now, there's a goalie log jam. Uh, and if you guys do not follow uh, Mike Heike, he's a senior staff writer for the Dallas Stars. He always does a uh, an edition called the uh, Hey Heike article where various Stars fans, one of them might be me, maybe I've been featured a couple times, me and Hikes, Senor Haika, we have a good rapport. He likes the way I talk, I like the way he answers. Uh, at Mike Haika, H-E-I-K-A, on the tweet tweets. He recently released an article, another Hey Haika, uh, just to kind of go over questions the Stars fans had, and... Obviously, there are a couple questions that people ask that I kind of wanted to give my own answers on. So not really plagiarizing. I'm not going to be reading anything that Heike said uh, because I don't want to steal his words because my name's not Mike Heike and I don't work for the stars yet. How are you? Um, so a couple of questions that really stood out to me. 
first and foremost, what's your opinion on the 30 to one odds the stars have for the 2021, 22 Stanley cup? Is that too high, too low, or just about right? So as it stands, that throws them kind of really dead in the middle of the water. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how this whole season plays out. Obviously, I would say a majority of it depends on the health of the team and whether or not the Stars can stay healthy. I mean, obviously, that was an issue last year. Ben Bishop didn't play. Uh, Sagan played, I think, three games. Radulov was a lightning bolt when he was in, but he spent most of the season on the IR. Uh, Rupe Hintz, another guy who essentially played the entire season hurt. You know, if you can get those guys alone back to 100%, with the exception of Bishop, which we'll definitely get into here in just a moment, this is a completely different team. And I know Stars fans have that weird thing where they're also Cowboys fans. So they overreact at every single thing the franchise does. I've said it on different shows before. I've said it in articles. Stop. Hockey and football are different. Hockey's better. Just, just stop comparing. Like, don't. You can be a fan of both teams and not overreact like you do when something happens with the Dallas football Cowboys. Okay? They play, what, 17 games now? So they can't be 8-8 eight and eight anymore. So, you know, I get it. If they lose or win one of those games, the side effects, the ripple from that is much wider than if the Stars lose one game. So relax. Sit back, have a glass of Chardonnay or a Merlot, a Malbec, whatever you like to drink, and just relax. It's going to be okay. So... To sum it up, 30 to 1 odds, I think that's pretty good. I think that's giving them enough credit for where they're at right now, especially with the signings of Suter, Holtby, Glenn Denning, Raffle, Hockenpah, which I think is gonna he's gonna make a big difference, Petrovich and Borgman. Uh, you know, it's there's a bit of a log jam on the defensive end. And I think that the signings of Petrovich and, and Borgman were definitely more more padding to kind of you know in the event that somebody does get hurt you have the nhl ready guys kind of sitting there in the ahl with the texas stars ready to be brought up uh, so that's 30 to 1 odds that's pretty good if you ask me pretty good uh and that question because you know what i'm going to give these people shout outs too because that's a good question uh at paul brad b and these are people on the tweeters. So if you're listening to this episode and I call you out, uh, you have to share the episode because you're a part of it. And that's just how this works. Uh, this next question that I saw on the article, how tough will it be for Jake Ottinger to crack the lineup with two veterans ahead of him? Seems the Stars will utilize his no waiver contract, but do you believe he plays a lot this season? And that's from at Sam Nestler, N-E-S-T-L-E-R. I really don't know what the stars are doing right now um, when it comes to the goaltending front, mostly because I think out of all of those signings from the first day of free agency, which was nuts. I mean, I'm uh, making graphics left and right. Bibbity boppity. Give me the zoppity graphics on graphics on graphics. 
The most surprising was definitely Braden Holtby at that one-year, $1 million deal. Um, now, Holtby coming off a pretty disappointing season with the Canucks, if I may say so myself. And even the season before that, a rather disappointing season with the Capitals. So, you know, again, Dobby kind of in that same boat after that absolutely mastodonic pulled that word from Razor. How are you? Run in the Stanley Cup playoffs in Zababel. He didn't play that great last season. Now, granted, again, you can chalk it up to the injuries for the team. You can chalk it up to their congested schedule, which I really, really think that schedule hurt them almost more than the injuries. You know, maybe one had to do with the other. That's fine. But it, the, the odds were stacked against that team last season, no matter what angle you were looking at it from. That being said, I think what the Stars and Jim Neal are doing, the Dallas Stars, that is, because there are you know, implications for the Texas stars with this, which by the way, oh my God, that team is going to be stacked. And if what the Dallas stars I think are trying to do is keep Jake Ottinger busy, they want to keep his body busy in the season while playing. So, you know, when I started talking about this or we as a show started talking about this, you know, Patrick, Jason, myself, I don't think we really had any clear cut decision on what we thought was going to happen. But I can more confidently say now from what I've seen over the last couple of weeks, you know, hinting towards, you know, whatever um, the team has said, the front office has said, the coaching staff has said, you know, bonus has come out and said a couple of things here and there. But it really feels like what they're going to try and do is start a tandem of Dobby and Holtby on opening night. Um, because, again, Holtby, while he did have a couple of down seasons, he is a Stanley Cup winning goalie. He has that mentality. He has that mindset. We know he's capable of it with the right pieces in front of him. Dobby was only a mere couple of games away from being a Stanley Cup goalie himself. So the pedigree between the two, they need some bounce backs. They need some big years out of each other. They need. To, I. I really hope what happens is they challenge each other as a one or two spot. Uh, meanwhile, Ottinger, he's more than likely going to start the season in the AHL unless, unless he plays himself in a position to be that starter on opening night or be that backup. I don't think they want Ottinger to play for the number two spot or the B role. They want him to play for that A role. They want him to have all the time in the world in the net for the Dallas stars. But if for some reason, Jim Nil bonus, the team all feels more confident with Holtby and Dobby, they're going to send Ottinger back to the AHL, which I don't know if I completely agree with. I do agree with the, the fact that he does need to stay limber. He needs to be playing hockey. You know, obviously you, you saw the same thing last year with Ty Delandria, where he was more often than not finishing the season out on the taxi squad until they finally said, you know what? We're going to send him back down to the AHL. There was no implications with the Texas Stars last season because they didn't have a championship to play for. COVID, you suck. But they wanted Ty Delandria to continue to improve his game, and he can't do that sitting in the suite with all of the other healthy scratches. Meow, meow, kitty cat, scratch, scratch. So I, I – while I initially was saying I didn't want Ottinger to start in the AHL, if it comes down to it, I would rather him get 
solid playing time in the AHL, then be that B guy again to Anton Hudobin. I think they are, and they are, I mean, the stars are very much in a win right now window. And by right now, I mean this or the next season at the very latest. They need to win or knock on the door of the Stanley Cup again. So that's how I feel about it. Um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty tough for Ottinger to, to, to take those spots away from Dobby and Holpe. I think there's going to be a mentality between those two guys, Dobby and Holpe, where they're like, I respect Otter for what he does. I respect who he is as a goalie, but there's no way I'm letting that kid take my opportunity to play for a Stanley cup caliber team going into this next season. Uh, So that's how I feel about that. Moving on down. This is another really good question because this is something that I definitely wanted to kind of knock on the door a little bit. Speaking of knocking on the door, uh, does Harley have a really good shot at making the team this year? Um, and that is from Twitter handle Maxi J Prime. Again, Heike, I'm sorry. Listen, our show got ransacked yesterday. It's out of our control. And I'm just answering general questions. If you'd like to come on the show and yell at me for doing this, I promise I'm only going to take one more question. It's my own question. So I swear on everything. No ill intentions. Please don't be mad. Um, you know, let's grab a beer sometime. But does Harley, Thomas Harley, that is, young defenseman of the Dallas Stars, have a real good shot at making the team this year? Um, right out of the gate, no. No, I don't. I personally do not think he does. Um, I think he could absolutely have a chance at the opening night roster. Maybe I'm looking at like a 10% chance. Because as I talked about earlier, there's a bit of a logjam with the signings of Hawk and Paw, who's more than likely going to be top four guy. I would love to see him paired with High Skin in. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I think I think High Skin in Hawk and Paw one rolls off the tongue, uh, and two the combination and veteran presence of Ryan Suter alongside Essa Lindell. I think you're looking at the possibility of two of the best. Blue lines starting at least in our division, if not in our conference. I know I'm you can hear me making a face when I say that, but that's because I want you to take it with a grain of the salt. So we'll see how that kind of shakes up. Now, as far as the bottom lines go, uh, you know, you've got NHL caliber guys. Um, you know, we just had Joel Hanley on. That's a guy who's going to be coming off injury and and playing his ass off to try and get in that opening night roster. Um, you know, talking to him and getting to know him a little bit more, the guy's got a winning mentality. He doesn't want to be a scratch. You know, he he will take one for the team, but Hanley wants to play. Uh, you know, and take into account that you sign guys like Alexander Petrovich, Andreas Borgman to kind of fill those bottom line roles if somebody gets hurt and they have played in the NHL. So they've, they've had a cup of coffee in the show. uh, And I guarantee you they want to go back. So while Thomas Harley is one of our more promising prospects, because, you know, he's a big young kid uh, with a lot of ability on the blue line. um, It'll be interesting to see kind of the, the game that he brings. If he's made any adjustments in the AHL, uh, while he's been down there with the Texas Stars. It'll be really interesting to see if Harley can crack that opening night lineup. If not, um, 
I, I see the opportunity for him to make the lineup maybe maybe halfway through the season. I don't know. It depends on what injuries happen. You know, I was obviously that's going to be a big factor on what happens with this team overall. And there's nothing that we can really do about it except sit back and watch and hope for the best. And as much as I'd love to see Thomas Harley on this team and in this lineup, I kind of don't want to see him just yet. I want to see a fully healthy team. I want to see them having to make tough decisions about healthy scratches with guys that are sitting there ready to get their chance to crack the opening night lineup or any lineup, any night. It doesn't have to be opening night, whatever. So that's how I feel about it. I, I, I really think there's a 10% chance he being Thomas Harley makes the opening night roster. Uh, and that percentage as the season goes on jumps to about 25 to 30%. Um, you know, bearing injuries, then that jumps to about 40 to 50%. So only time will tell, but it's really great to be having these conversations, knowing that we have somebody, uh, we have a, a plethora of young guys, you know, Ty Delandria, Maverick York, uh, Thomas Harley, like we just said, now to a degree, Jake Ottinger, all vying for a spot on the Dallas Stars roster. So the last question that I'm going to have is from me. <laughs> Humble brag. At Laces Out Finkel. Great. 10 out of 10 handle. If the NHL adapts ads on jerseys, oh, it's almost like he knew it was coming. Do you see the flat cap making a significant jump or will it be years before the NHL recovers from the money lost in the pandemic? I'm not going to pat myself on the back too much. You guys are going to hate it. Uh, and you'll be like, ah, dude, that episode sucked because Fink just like kept stroking his own ego. Um, here's the answer. Since I, since I asked the question, I feel like I can give you this answer and then I can also dive into our next topic, which is, uh Oh, ads on jerseys. They're here. From Mike Heike, the ads uh, should help, but they need to get people back in the buildings and then see how the bottom line looks. On the good side, both the players and teams seem to be on the same page. So if they can work together to build revenues, everyone will benefit. The losses have been real, so there's a hole to dig out of. Uh, unfortunately, with the pandemic, I think that kind of goes uh, unspoken for pretty much everyone, um, businesses, personal you know it's 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 been an uphill battle for a lot of people uh so we'll definitely see some differences in the upcoming seasons you know i, I really hope I, I did see somewhere yeah i can't quote it because i can't remember the the source but i did see that uh you know there was a roughly 100 million 100 100 million dollar benefit from the ads on the helmets uh so we'll see we'll see what happens um, as far as like the money that comes in, how that affects the flat cap as it stands, I believe it's just over $82 million, 82.5. I think it's going to go up by a whopping $1 million next season, uh, which really can of corn. It's really all it boils down to. So it's going to be interesting to see. Now, before we jump into the topic of ads on jerseys, which Get ready, folks. They're coming in the 2022-2023 NHL season. It was announced yesterday. Uh, I believe it's going to be a, a, a rectangle three inches by three and a half inches is the size of this. It's going to be a little bit bigger than the patches on the NBA jerseys, probably in the same area. Uh, but before we jump into that, I do want to give a huge shout out uh, to some supporters of the show over at Conway and Banks. 
Jason uh, on the show is an ambassador for Conway and Banks and the, the, the treatment that they have given that dude and, you know, helping him to kind of get himself out there. Um, by the way, at Conway and Banks on Instagram, conwayandbanks.com. The bag that they sent him. Oh my God, beauty. He got the red. They have three options, red, black, and blue. I'm, I'm going to be getting a bag soon. Probably going to go with the classic black. That's just who I am. Just a classy guy all the way around. I don't know. I might do the, the navy blue. It's pretty beautiful too. Uh, but if you uh, head over to our Instagram or our link tree, uh, which is in all of our socials, there is a link for you to get a discount on one of these bags through Wada Hockey. Um, you know, Jason has preached these bags for weeks now. Uh, it's my turn to do a little preaching because my favorite part uh, is definitely the little foot panel. If you guys play any beer league hockey or if you have kiddos that play hockey, you know one of the grossest parts of the hockey rink are the floors in the locker rooms. You don't know what substances have been on there. Yuck. But with Conway and Banks and their new technology, there is a zip-out foot pad for you to confidently sit your feet on and know that they're going to be clean at all times because you know where that bag's been. That bag is dirty and that foot pad is dirty. That's on you, homeboy and homegirl, home person. That's on you. So head over to Conway and Banks at Conway and Banks or ConwayandBanks.com today. Get your bag, get some swag. Let us know how you like it. Tag us whenever you buy something from them because we'd love to, we'd love to see you guys benefiting from our sponsors uh, and our supporters because God knows we need them. God knows we love them. Let's move on. Conway and Banks. Last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up this episode, this uh, this interesting solo solo mission episode. The NHL has officially announced that in the next season, 2022-2023 NHL season, ads will be allowed on all NHL jerseys. Now, before we dive too deep into who we think that the Dallas Stars could and should use as their ad space uh, sponsor, one, I get it. You guys are upset. People all across hockey are upset because... You know, you want to keep the game pure. But here's the thing, everyone. The NHL, the MLB, and the NFL are very far behind in the advertising game. In that MLS, Major League Soccer, which to a degree, I know it's not the biggest league, but they know that and they're capitalizing on their ad space. Same thing with the uh, NBA. The NBA has decided that they're going to have ads on their jerseys, and they have. You don't hear people complaining about it anymore. That's the thing. So I think that's that's what's going to happen with this scenario is we're gonna we're gonna complain about it for a couple of months. When it comes out next season, let's get through this season first. When it comes out next season, you'll have a little ads on helmets, and you'll have ads on jerseys. Then guess what? You're going to stop complaining about it. You might see a small dip in jersey sales, and then you'll see it go back to normal. Because we live in a day and age of social media, which we benefit from as well as a show. You know, we get our news exactly when we want it, right now. So, you know what? I I, I sympathize with you. I sympathize with the people that are upset about it. 
But that being said, if it adjusts the cap and allows the stars, now let's let's focus in on the stars here. Let's say it bumps the cap a couple of million to max five million in five years, six years, seven years. Now you're looking at the opportunity to kind of restructure contracts or maybe go into the free agent period a little bit different. And then you don't worry about the fact that Klingberg's contract is up because you have that money to play with. You have that opportunity to sign him to a, a bigger deal right now as opposed to waiting. And listen, you may hate Klingberg. I don't know what this weird hate for that guy is. But he scored some clutch goals. Is he great on the back check? I mean, he's not the best. But we also live in a day and age where we have Miro Heiskanen on, on this team. Miro Heiskanen is a phenomenal talent. A otherwise worldly talent. So it's hard to, to kind of... It's, it's apples and oranges almost. They play similar games, but... You know, Miro Heiskanen is just stupid. Same with Cal McCarr. Guys like that are just stupid. The way that they skate, the way that they control the puck and control the presence and control the blue line, control the play, because those are your point guards. Those are the kind of guys that are once-in-a-lifetime talents. So stop comparing Klingberg to Heiskanen. It's, it's, they're never going to be a, a, on the same page. They play different games. They're both offensive defensemen, yes, but they play differently. So, but to bring it back, again, that extra amount of cap space is crucial. Look at the contracts these people are getting in the NBA, in Major League Baseball. It's sick. It's absolutely sick. I'm sorry, but hockey is the most demanding major four sport, period. Period. These NHL players deserve better. They deserve bigger contracts. And I think the ads will bring that. So let's all collectively get it out of our system. I'm so mad. And and then just get, get, get on board. Get on board. Major League Soccer's done it. It's helped them tremendously. The NBA has done it. They've made millions of dollars. Look overseas. I get it. Uh, guys, I don't think this is going to turn into Liga or a Russian league, the KHL, where it's just ads on ads on ads. I don't like Gary Bettman. The guy has to have a step stool to get in a regular-sized human chair. But I do like the fact that he's allowing this because at the end of the day, I had a friend who played minor league baseball. And something that he said to me, from his own personal experience was people forget this is a business first and a game second. It is 100% a business first. That's all it boils down to. So now we need to discuss who's going to be on those jerseys. I've seen all of it. Obviously, the first and foremost front runner is Whataburger. <laughs> Duh. Lone Star Beer. Please, yes. Shiner, to a degree, absolutely. Bucky's. Okay, hot take real quick. Not, I don't really care about Bucky's. You got clean bathrooms. Thank you. Love that. Love that for me. Love that for my friends. Love that for my family. 
it's a gas station. It's a gas station. Well, <laughs> it's a gas station. If you've been to the Midwest, there's a gas station called Casey's. They make the bre- the best breakfast pizza of all time. And that's coming from someone who's not a big breakfast fan. So two hot takes. One, Bucky's is overrated. And two, I like breakfast pizza, but I don't like breakfast. So I think obviously uh, this is something that we can kind of ask the fans to when we drop this tomorrow, who's going to be on the jerseys? You know, who do you want to see on the jerseys? I would love to, you know, take a gander, ask the question. But if we had, if this show, Wada Hockey, I don't know if you ever heard of us, you're listening and you've almost listened, you've almost listened to me for 40 minutes straight. So kudos to you. But I really, I really want to see Whataburger on those jerseys. Um, I don't want them to color match it because I think the orange W would pop, 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 pow, no pop filter, pop-up video, VH1. I think it would look fantastic. I think it would be the namesake. And before we wrap this episode up, I think I want to tell a little story as to why it would be so beautiful because flashback to a couple of years ago, pre-COVID, uh, I was fortunate enough, one of my cousins took me to a San Antonio Rampage game. And I've told the story before on multiple podcasts, probably told it on this podcast. I've written about it. It's one of my favorite hockey memories of all time. So buckle up. You're going to hear it again. Uh, it was down at the AT&T Center in San Antonio before it was ripped away uh, from those beautiful fans there and sent to Henderson, Nevada as the Henderson Silver Knights. But the San Antonio Rampage were in their Chimuela jerseys, which is basically a sugar skull, uh, Dio de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, beautiful jerseys, absolutely amazing. Theme jerseys should absolutely be a thing in all leagues. But not only was it dollar beer night, and we were sitting on the glass next to the penalty uh, box, uh, they have a Whataburger inside their arena, folks. Come on. You want to talk about one of the most beautiful moments, not just of my hockey life, but of my life life? Was holding a patty melt with family, drinking dollar beers profusely. My aunt and my mom dropped us off in their minivan. So that's embarrassing. Picked us up in it too. Take that, Uber. Most beautiful story ever. So with that, the reason, selfishly, I want them to team up with Waterburger is because that means we get Waterburger in the AAC. I'm sorry. Does that not sound beautiful to you? Some chicken tendies and gravy? And a $12 Bud Light? And some Dallas Stars hockey? A win? That's just my take. So, obviously, Whataburger's the front runner. Lone Star, if you jump on there, get up. I know there are some realistic answers out there. Trust me. PNC. They basically have bought Victory Plaza. It's PNC Plaza now, even though we're not going to say it. There's ads everywhere. So that's my two cents. I saw Whataburger logos on the ice last year in multiple games. It was projected on it. It wasn't really the ice. That's okay. Still believe it. But Whataburger, number one, number one seed in this draft. Absolutely. Well, number one pick overall. Number one seed in the tourney. Book it. I can't believe I've talked to you guys for 42 minutes now, roughly. 
So I'm going to end your misery. I'm sorry that the, the other boys aren't here. This was, like I said, very special episode. And we don't have a razorism of a week. We have a boogerism of the week. Josh Bugard, I think you guys might recognize this sound. One of the best moments in the last couple of years. Collision ban, and now here comes Sagan with speed. Dropped. Radulov across. Klingberg shoots. He scores! Man, Whew. okay, uh, that gives you chills. Maybe that that was that makes the whole episode worth it. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for all the support you guys have given us throughout this entire run. Uh, on behalf of myself, Patrick, Jason, thank you so much for tuning in again. Uh, make sure again, head over to DraftKings THPN promo code. Um, give give a follow to our friends Texas Hockey Apparel, The Range, Conway and Banks. Uh, Follow the All-Americans. Let's get some more hockey in Texas. Best ticket in town. Cheapest ticket in town for hockey, I'd say. Maybe the, the Brahmas are, uh, you know, Brahmas have something to say about that. We'll, we'll dive into that later. But the sign-off for all of you. On behalf of Patrick, stay sassy. On behalf of Jason, stay moist. And don't you ever, for any reason, no matter how impromptu of an episode you have to record forget your karma tattoos.